0: i uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Com Shaun of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Comenez. Happy Monday, everybody. So today we'll be taking a bite out of minute 16, which begins with Liz asking Sean, but I thought you said it was all okay, and ends with uh, Sean buzzing the apartment again after a failed attempt to climb up to the window.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: We talk a lot about how one of the
0: benefits of this uh, of this show in general for us, like you know, in the context of why are you doing this, Mm -hmm. uh, we it's always it 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 does change the way you think about story whether whether it's directing or writing in in that you kind of are thinking minute by minute, which Mm -hmm. I think keeps you in the present, you know, and I, I I like movies that fill where each minute f- feels like it's just full of story and, and creativity. And, and I, I just love how tidy this, this joke is that it, that it fits so easily inside of this minute that we're going to talk about.
1: Yeah. Um, it's, it's good. And it's, and it's a nice, again, it's that index card method of the, of the setup to a payoff we're going to get later, mm-hmm. um, in the movie. Cause you know, this, this movie, um, I would say, even more so than you know the last series that we talked about, Back to the Future. Um, back to the Future has set up some payoffs, but they're sort of um, a little more indirect, if that makes sense. <laughs> sure, they're yeah. they're kind of lay
0: use fair, some t- a little bit.
1: Right, right. Well, I mean, it's always like it is technically a setup and payoff, but they're mm-hmm. not they're not like repetitive in any way. You know, it's, like it's not like a chorus coming back in a song. Right, exactly. That's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. And but but in this in this movie and really in all of the Cornetto trilogy, um, it's a lot of very specifically that chorus repeating with like you know you've like that red you on have, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like when you've got like in a song where you have a chorus where like one or two lines in the chorus will change you know yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah you know depending on what what part of the song it is or, or mm-hmm. what have you and that's kind of what we have here cuz we have this this setup uh here and we're going to get this beat for beat repeated later uh but it's it's just going to be slightly altered due to the situation and uh the uh I guess the 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 ending is different mm-hmm. um but but it's kind, but it's interesting that Uh, they, you know, Wright and Peg found a way to, I, it's just an interesting way to like tell a story. Um, it's an interesting way to, uh, you know, use the language of cinema to like tell a joke because this is a joke on its own, but then it's also a setup for something later, which is kind of, I think the way that they hide their, their setups and payoffs is that the setup is a joke. It's not just exposition.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's they 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 base it in like circumstance and like character mm-hmm. like the like the joke of you've got red on you is is in the zone of like, you know, this is a movie about sending up lovingly like the great British reserve and like how even in times of of like massive panic, there will still be like that kind of, hey, you know, we still have to keep up appearances like we still ha- we can't make a fuss mm-hmm. or, you know, you, you've got red on you. Is like a funny. It's funny because you you're seeing you're hearing it again, but it also it isn't hollow, right? It right. isn't like just an empty joke, which right. I, I I think audiences can feel when it's like an empty joke in a movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so okay, so going back to the beginning of the minute, this whole revelation to Liz that Sean didn't book the book the table like he said mm-hmm. he did. Again, I mean, we we kind of talked about it a little bit already last week, um, but the fact that you know he's, I guess, I guess maybe it's just that he's under pressure and that he feels like he needs to say something, and so he says the thing that 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 Ed suggests. Um, yeah, like a, yeah, but it's there's got to be another restaurant you could have said it's <laughs> like just anything. So else. yeah, I mean, I I I understand.
0: I I were. Supposed to be frustrated with Sean, mm-hmm. and but it is it is like a notch away from like almost unbelievable. Yeah, that that this man just can't think of another fucking place to go. I know, in just
1: one other place, like literally anywhere else in town. Like he probably could have been like, "Do you want to see a movie?" That would have been better than yeah than saying the Winchester. He knows that this is. The Winchester is, the, is the, the, practically the spark. a yeah yeah. I, it, I, I mean, it's the spark of the argument was the Winchester. So yeah. why would you bring it up here? It's crazy. It's I I I, I don't I don't mean uh, it.
0: Yeah, but it it, it it is such a sensitive word.
1: Mm-hmm. It's such
0: a loaded like the Winchester is so symbolic at this point for both right. of them that he just throws it out there. Is it's yeah. It's it's grounds for a breakup, which you know, spoilers is. Is it common like a runaway train? Mm. Uh, I uh, of the sexes that movie I just saw that had that line in it.
1: <laughs> so I will um, I will say the uh, I, what I do like about this again. This in this particular case, this is that this is that sort of repeated chorus thing again. Yeah. Here she says, "So what's the plan then?" And he suggests the Winchester, which of course is going to become the plan later in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so but it takes on a new I, I, meaning, new context. Right. Exactly. And I, I just, I like that. You know, this point of contention for them of the Winchester also like eventually becomes their salvation in a way, but also, yeah. but also not because it like destroys everything and everyone that they've ever loved.
0: It is simultaneously their Paris and their Casablanca.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's really interesting. Um, I I I just really like the repetitive nature of um, uh, of 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 you know the way that they set up and pay off.
0: Yeah, and and I this. I think it it it's um it's another ingredient to why I think these movies are as beloved as they are, and why they are rewatched as much as they are is is because it. You know, I, I, you know, this is, yeah, the, the the same thing as when you're listening to a song and you, you, your brain has a kind of little mini catharsis moment when the chorus kicks in or like when you can hear it switching up, you know, mm-hmm. and and I think the audience can feel itself even if they're not really, even if they're just like not movie nerds and are just going to like have a laugh at the movies, which, you know, with Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz, I think your brain subconsciously appreciates that. It feels like it's being rewarded for paying attention. Like, oh, I, I get that. It's like, so what's the plan? The Winchester. I get that because I was paying attention, and it's like a little laugh for me. Mm-hmm. Right, and it feels exactly. like the movie's talking to you, which is, I think, is true as of of all of Wright's movies in a way. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Presentational, uh,
1: as opposed to like
0: you are there, like right here. Yeah.
1: I mean it it's really I mean it's using sort of every part of cinema you know like it really mm-hmm. it feels like you know this is the sort of thing like you wouldn't be able to tell this story in a book you know and they they made they adapted it into a comic and it doesn't it doesn't work really Oh they did Oh yeah 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 they did it like a like a comic uh I don't know, whatever the comic version mm. of a novelization would be. But yeah. Did uh was
0: the art done by by Oscar Wright? Uh
1: I'm not I can't remember who did the art. I'm not sure. Um mm. yeah, I don't I don't remember. But I think uh IDW, I think, put it out. I'm not sure. Okay. Um anyway, remember, I used to Remember have Chasing
0: it. Uh, remember Chasing Dogma? Yeah. mm mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um Yeah, so I I Anyway, it's uh, it's an interesting way to tell a story, and it's one of the yeah. one of my favorite things about Wright's films, and and mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, to a certain extent, I, I think that style of storytelling has rubbed off on on Peg because I see it in the in the films that he writes without Edgar. Also, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a little bit of that in uh, Star Trek Beyond. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, yeah, it, well, it, it's the
0: product of people who are just so hyper literate in cinema mm-hmm. that they don't, they, they almost couldn't, they wouldn't know how to tell a story honestly without getting this into it. And, and 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 I think if you, you know, the next time that you listen to someone as they're telling you a story, like, pay attention to how they're telling it to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I, I think that just says so much about how they see a story being told and how their brain you know gives information back to them common language yeah yeah
1: so okay so there's this reverse uh transition cuz we had the transition into the house earlier mm-hmm. into, in is this i guess this is a house it's like a town i mean in, in america this would be called a townhouse yeah um, you have a lot of these in chicago yeah, I don't know what I I don't know if you have a name for what this place is, if this in, in, in England, if it's just a, if it, if this yeah. is just a house, I, I'm not sure. But yeah. let in us any know. Well, it's a
0: similar topic. Uh, we were just real quick. We you got, listeners have been really good about uh, coming getting back to us on stuff.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 really cool. We have like the best British listeners because they're all super understanding about us being dumb Americans. <laughs> just and very it's, empathetic, not yeah. condescending, which is almost unheard of on the internet. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Great. Anyway, you guys are awesome. That's all we're saying. Thank um, you. it takes yeah. up like a block. Yeah, you know, like and maybe it's just five, a bunch six of, rooms. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, um. So uh, when he's, when he comes in, when, when we transition to the house earlier, uh, we get, you know, front door, the flowers are dropped in the sink, and the yellow pages are open, right? Mm, and right. then now here we get the reverse transition. The yellow pages hit the floor, the the flowers are grabbed out of the sink, and the front door is open. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just – I like that, you know, the <laughs> the anxiousness of the moment – um, you know, we're just like, okay, and we're back out the door, you know, like it's, it's, uh, it's mm-hmm. good. It makes the, it makes the scene feel faster as a result because it has those quick cut transitions in between and they're the same cuts, you know? Yeah. It, it's so, it, it's a, yeah, a really bite-sized
0: version of like, full, you know, callback, but different content. You saw him put the flowers in, now you're seeing him take the flowers out. That's right, telling right. you that 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 told you that he was home. This is telling you that he's leaving. But right. it's also setting up. Wait, why is he grabbing those flowers? Weren't there? Weren't, and maybe you don't get that, but you did see it. So mm-hmm. when you know, when we'll talk about it later on, when that joke is is paid off, you're like, oh, because I saw him do that. I saw him pick the flowers up. Mm hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just, you know, it's it, it's clean more than anything. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So I, I, uh, there's a bit here. So after the door, um, the cab drives off, and we see Sean like running up toward, uh, toward uh, uh, Liz's flat, um, and we, the cab driving off. So in between these two scenes, there's actually a scene that was cut. Uh, that they actually did shoot because there is a shot of it, um, on uh, Edgar's flicker account. So he used to have a Flickr account before Instagram became like a major thing. And oh, Flickr. Uh, yeah. And so he he would dump like behind the scenes photos on his Flickr account. And there's like a ton of Scott Pilgrim. I think he joined around Scott Pilgrim era. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a ton of Scott Pilgrim behind the scenes stuff. And then there's a ton of the world's end uh, behind the scenes stuff. Uh, and then there was uh, when they when they were celebrating the sort of ten year um, anniversary of Shaun of the Dead. The anniversary of each day of filming, he would post like w- pictures from what they shot that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and side note, um, I uh, also if you want to go to his Flickr account and get super depressed because of all the Ant Man photos, uh, that's a thing you can do. Um, sure. Cause there's uh, there's a lot of pictures about him really excited about Ant Man, and mm-hmm. uh, it it it'll bum you out. Um, so go go check that out if you want to get really really depressed for a second. Ah, uh, but yeah, there's a shot around day 19 or I think night day 19 where uh, Sean is in the back of a cab and there's a cab driver, uh, talking and. He's, like, in the back seat holding the flowers, like, really anxious. And you can tell he's, like, not really listening to the cab driver because he's, like, so focused on getting to Liz's apartment. And uh, in the scene, the driver is saying – so he starts reaching through the window and moaning at me. And I can't understand what he's bloody going on about. So I drives off. Bedlam. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) – so that's uh that's what was that was a scene that was cut out um in between the transition and uh the cab screeching off uh you know not unlike the uh the the subway track um sequences not necessary you know like it's a it's a good cut i think it's, it 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 quickens the pace it keeps everything going at a clip and it's not a particularly funny scene. I think just like the suicides on the on the subway track, it's not a funny scene. It's just an exposition scene. And sure. if it's not doing both things at once, if it's not doing at least two things at once, I feel like they just cut it. Because uh, every scene in this movie does at least two things, and those don't do two things at once. And so I think they just cut all yeah. of that stuff.
0: And like, we
1: know yeah right we know what's happening. We know what yeah. the what the we know what the movie's about, and we know from the from the pigeon tramp uh that you know zombies are happening, and we know from the 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 car accident uh from from last week that stuff is happening, so we don't need more mm-hmm. stuff and really, I like that it keeps it more subtle, you know. Because you don't have people directly talking about how they saw zombies, and Sean's just ignoring it,
0: yeah no it it it's it's yeah like it if, it if, if breaks that thread of it all kind of being like Sean's <laughs> like weird pirates of the Caribbean ride where right. he, where he's just like getting passing glimpses on on rails of like what's going on around him.
1: Right, exactly. so and I'll Remake. probably post that image on, uh, on the Facebook group, so. Sure. Yeah. or just uh, link to Flickr just in case in case.: Yeah, that know. too. Um, I'll do both. Uh, so anyway, we're at the uh, the apartment block now. Uh, and Sean is uh, trying to buzz in now. Let me ask you something. I kind of wish that we had a, a lady on the show right now. So I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pose a question to our our listeners, and I'm sure this will bring up as we um have uh as as we start you know prepping for guests and things very soon, and we'll uh, try to keep these questions in the back of our minds so that we can ask their opinion on these things. Um, have you? Uh I, Well, you probably haven't, but like, have you, have you ever been in a situation uh like Sean, where you are trying to talk to someone who is, um who is, who doesn't want to talk to you? Are and, you asking they, me? Yeah, I'm asking you. Um, okay. I'm asking like, like where they don't want to talk to you because they're mad at you. And so their friends are telling you to go away or to like to not talk to them.
0: Oh man, I I'm 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 going to I'm going to sound like like I'm like a this is going to sound like a lie, but I don't I don't I really can't remember this happening to me. I'm pretty I'm like I'm I, I can I'm pretty doe like when it comes to conflict, so like if someone is giving me hints that they're mad at me, I usually leave them alone. Mm. Uh, sometimes I mean, sometimes I would leave people alone because I thought they were mad at me, and then they would be like, "Are we cool?" And I'm like, "Oh, I thought you were mad at me, like because I sneezed." And I'm like, "Oh, my brain." Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I really maybe when I was like, uh, yeah, but yeah, but this feels so specific to like a relationship problem. Mm. I've definitely been David and die like less. Hopefully, I've been more diplomatic. But you know. Okay, so
1: you've been involved in a situation like this.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, hey, man, I I don't, I don't know if you should go over there right now. Like, I think, I think they need their space. You know. Uh huh. But yeah, you know, it's very important to. But then again, you know, there is something. Sean's problem isn't that he's too uh, intense. You know that 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 you know I I don't. Well, that
1: was that's well that's the question that I was I'm I'm trying to get to. Um, Okay. Okay. I see. is, Is is that what? Okay, so so it's a it's a touchy subject, right? It's a it's a touchy thing because mm-hmm. from Sean's perspective, and I've definitely been in in a Sean situation where, mm. you know, a, a, a girlfriend is is really mad at me, and she's put, she's put basically like guards in front of herself in the form of her friends who are yeah. like telling you to like get away, yeah. um, and and it's and it's a thing where like it's never a situation. Like it's one thing when that happens, and it's um it's definitely like a uh like an abusive thing, which I've definitely Shh. been I've been the friend in that situation where I'm like, no, 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 you don't get to talk to her anymore, or, of course, yeah, or you don't get to you know whatever that that I've definitely like, been in that situation yeah. and like, that, hey for and real, I,
0: you really need to leave this person
1: alone right you need to you need to back off and go away um the but but there is a a uh, uh, there is a certain level where, it, you know, like this situation, mm-hmm. I, I'm almost wondering, do you guys do you think that um, Liz asked Diane and David to do this or are they taking it upon themselves to do it for her?
0: In this specific case, the the vibe of this scene is I don't I don't think I don't think they're doing this for Liz or, or, or at, at Liz's behest. Does that make oh, sense? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I they seem like the because that's a thing, too, where the friends take it upon themselves uh-huh. and can sometimes create more animosity because right. maybe they're that's their objective, even if it's not the this the, the the girlfriend's objective. Right,
1: because they don't like the, the yeah. boyfriend and they're like, oh, thank God. OK, hey, she doesn't want to talk
0: to you because you're a piece of shit.
1: Yeah, we're going to get him out of your life now. No, she doesn't want to see
0: you. You haven't you done enough.
1: Like right, that kind and of, in yeah. this exactly, and in this particular case, I think uh, obviously this is more so coming from David, who wants Liz for. Of course,
0: himself. yeah, where Die is is you know a pretty decent friend, and I, and I, and I think really does have. Uh, I have a. I have a. I'm not going to bring this up now, but it. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Dies. She's definitely trying to mediate. I mean, whenever she talks to Sean directly, it does kind of have that school counselor. Like energy to it, mm-hmm. where it's like if I can just get through to him, maybe I can I can help mm-hmm. him get on a on a good
1: path. I so so I guess my question to our our female listeners is: mm-hmm. Have you been on the receiving end of a situation like this, um, where you are the one uh, being protected from your friends? from from not not an abusive guy, just a guy that you're mad at, like a boyfriend that you're mad at or, or are just broken up with and he's trying to talk to you and you're either trying to keep him away or they're trying to keep him away from you without your permission. What how does this whole situation read to you, I guess? Is is what I'm I'm asking because you know, from my perspective, it it feels a little shady on the side of the friends of like, you know, let them you know, work through their problems. Like they're, e- they're they haven't are they broken up yet. They're a couple, like let them work through their problems. But, but then again, you know, I would always be the Sean in this situation because I'm a guy. So I'm curious about like the woman's perspective of a situation like this mm-hmm. is what Sean's doing. Okay. Is this okay? Or is this actually like a, a, a problem and, and or like manipulative in any way? Like what, what is the, what is the situation here? I'm just curious.
0: Mm-hmm. From my perspective, well, two two things. I think I, I when it comes to David and Di, it can be very risky or very easy for it to become like um, performative mm-hmm. or like just stirring the pot. Mm-hmm. And, right. and maybe that comes from me being around a lot of theater kids when I was like growing up. Oh, but. sure yeah but it's just like we're gonna actually make it more drama because that's what's more fun for us. We don't actually want the problem to be resolved. We just want like the the show and mm-hmm. and I don't think David and I are at, at at that level, but i i there is a little bit of like, hey, like why are you like let her speak for herself? like why are you like protecting her? But then also from like the the sean uh the Sean angle, again, from my perspective is Sean's problem seems to be that he doesn't want to like do anything or like, you know, he has like no motivation. And so I would think it would almost be worse if he just like put the phone down and just like sat down beside Ed. Yeah. Right.
1: Know? right. It, I mean, it would seem so, but I don't know. Yeah. But then the other question, though, does Liz live with David and Diane or are they just over there to... Oh, uh, to, to are they just over there to like go out because she says they're going to go out um, ah, in the wow. next minute. And then so then if they don't live there, what are they doing answering the intercom buzzer unless it's at Liz's behalf? Wow. I don't think I ever imagined them all not living
0: together, but I'm just now realizing how faulty that is.
1: Maybe Diane and, and Liz live together and David lives somewhere else and he's oh, just oh, see, over that, there that feels.
0: That David driving there to do this feels very right to me.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's not in the, I know in the, in the script, it, it says Liz's flat. Okay. Um, but, but that, but that, you know, that's also, you, you gotta, you gotta realize, you know, story wise, it is Liz's flat. Right, story-wise, it is Liz's flat because that's the goal. It's like Sean is going to Liz's flat. It doesn't matter whether Diane lives there or not because it's Liz's flat it, from mm-hmm. Sean's perspective. Yeah. So who knows? I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm just. I'm. I'm posing mm-hmm. questions because I'm. I'm curious about this whole situation because I've definitely. It's it's that kind of thing where I've definitely been in Sean's shoes in a in a in a situation similar to this, and I I look back at those moments of my my. You know, twenties where I would do stuff like this, and I'm really embarrassed by it. You know, well, um, like you're like, so vulnerable. Yeah, well, yeah, and well, it's not just that. It's just like I, it, it feels like a mistake in retrospect. Oh, like, oh, okay. why would I have done that? Like, that was mm-hmm. a weird, like a weird move of desperation and you shouldn't have done that. And then once you did it, you felt stupid because they all made you feel stupid and small. So like, why did you do it in the first place? You shouldn't have just let, you know, left well enough alone. And so I'm just curious, like what, what is this like from the perspective of, of, uh, of, you know, Liz, like, have you been Liz in this situation? And if you have, Mm -hmm. I want to know, you know, what, what you guys think. Obviously, Again, you know, Sean's not an abusive boyfriend. So obviously, if he was an abusive boyfriend, that's a whole other situation. But, uh, but just, if, yeah, if, human if breaking up. Right. If you're, if it's just a normal boyfriend that you're breaking up with for like a normal reason and he pulled something like this, what is your perspective on it? Is this okay or is this. Bad should he should should Sean have left well enough alone, or like Nick said, yeah. would that have made the situation even worse because of the, uh, the I guess the origin of the argument being that he doesn't do enough. I guess I, I guess it really is a case by case basis because then you
0: know there are there are boyfriends who are just as you know like this isn't gonna work like this needs to break you know we need to end this relationship, but the guy is very very like let's go somewhere every weekend i'm going to give you like all these like romantic gestures and big stuff but then you kind of see that it's maybe that you, you know sometimes you don't need another romantic gesture mm. like i think about that sometimes where it's like well, yeah but you've already and like it becomes the opposite problem where it's like i feel like we're not allowed to just stay in and like turn off can mm-hmm. we not do that together and this feels like the opposite problem where i feel like we just turn off together and we never, you know, so it's super relationships are so specific and so case by case.
1: Right. Yeah, I guess that's true. And I, and I definitely have been uh, in the, I've been in the opposite situation where I've broken up with a girl and then she's come round to talk, but I always, I always talked. Um, But but I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's you because didn't have I a don't. And die. I yeah. Well, well, and yeah. I I never. I've never had a a date. I've never had a David and die. Um. But also, it it could be a situation too where like I just completely feel unthreatened because I'm a guy. Um. Women have a totally other problem that they have to deal with. But I I also don't. I could never see Sean as a threatening person. So I don't know. Um. I uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just. We'll be well, uh, we'll,
0: we'll curious. Yeah. Well, speaking of Sean's threateningness, I okay. Can I can I tell you something that it's kind of embarrassing to say out loud now, but I don't. My when I first watched the movie, and for a while afterwards, I thought mm-hmm. the joke was that the that the the sound of someone climbing up the window uh, was a zombie. <laughs> Really? And not uh, like a zombie trying to climb the wall. Oh. And and not Sean trying and failing. <laughs> but Wow. Yeah, the the sounds of Sean like struggling up and you know and,
1: and the and the and I guess I guess in the moment I mean it's it's shot very dramatically and they're like looking at the window with dread. Um mm-hmm. I guess I could see uh if you weren't I don't know if you were just sort of like not critically watching the movie at all. I guess I could see like why you would feel like, oh, this must be like a zombie because it's like scary music and it's being shot very dramatically and stuff. Uh, And then and then when he asked like to let him in, I guess you would think like, oh, there's zombies out here or something. I don't know. But oh, I I, I just thought he had been standing there. Hmm.
0: Interesting. And was I don't know it, it makes no sense but it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's
1: what I thought. Uh, well, in any event, uh, I I really like I like the joke of him trying. Oh, it's to get great. up there, and it yeah. just doesn't it doesn't work. And I like it. I like that it pays off uh, a little later in the movie.
0: Yeah, and just really hammering home how even even at his most desperate, Sean just is not equipped for to help himself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, I uh I think that's all I've got for this uh for this minute. Yeah, um it's kind, of, it. it's kind of a heavy minute. Uh you know, I don't uh again, I'd love to hear your perspective if you've ever been uh if you're if you're a woman and you've been in Liz's uh, Liz's shoes before in a situation similar to this. I just wanna know, like generally, like like what's what 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 what, what do you guys think about this? Is this bad? Is this is this is this, is this weird and like a little too clingy or a little too desperate. Like what, what do you guys think about this move uh, that Sean is pulling here? Um, is this, is this a bad move? So I just want to hear your perspective. Uh, if you're, if you're comfortable uh, sharing your personal stories about a similar situation, that'd be cool. If not just a general uh, feeling, yay or nay would be good. I'm just curious. Um, so let us know. And uh, you can do that at the Cornetto Minute listeners pub on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, uh, you can uh, you can join us there and uh, join in on on the discussion uh, that we're having over there. And uh, this is a this is a heavy minute, and I feel like this is going to be sort of a heavy week uh, <laughs> to a certain yeah. extent because this is it's breakup week on uh, on on Shaun of the Dead minute. So <laughs> yeah, breakup week, breakup week. And uh, we will be back tomorrow to talk more about Sean and Liz's breakup. Uh, But in the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all of this to blow over.